0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to today's episode of Monday Reviews. Today's topic features talks of great fights, better animation, and an Oscar performance from Frieza. <laughs> You're not listening to Featuring Dez. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's podcast of Featuring Dez. I'm your host, Dez. And today I am accompanied by two of my best friends. Say hi, guys. Yo. Hey. And this is uh, my buddy, Will. You guys probably remember him from the Into the Spider-Verse review. This is my buddy Greg. He's uh, patiently waiting for that new Kingdom Hearts 3 to drop, so you know don't mind him. But uh, before, today's topic, we're going to be talking about the newest Dragon Ball uh, uh, Z film, or Dragon Ball Super film, Dragon Ball Super Brawly. And uh, for the most part, I absolutely love this film. But before we get into this film, I want to ask you guys some questions. So, Dragon Ball Z is home to some characters who absolutely love, love to fight. And I want to ask you guys, were there any other shows or anime out there that really made you realize that this anime as a medium is capable of some great stuff? Any good fight scenes that really come to mind you guys want to highlight or talk about?
1: Oh, man. I'm going to have to sit and think about that for a second. All I've right. got a
2: couple that I that I, um, All right, well. I can say. Uh, First one, well, like one of the first anime movies that I saw was Princess Mononoke and just like all the all the action scenes in that were pretty cool, but as far as like pure fight scenes, probably not until I watched some of the ones from Naruto, especially the one with um, uh, the ones with Gara. They're just like really well animated and stuff. All the sand and stuff, um, and then also the fight from uh, One Punch Man at the end. Really <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, where he yeah. Like <laughs> Goes to the moon and jumps back. Yeah, shit
0: was ridiculous, Yeah, man. it was yeah. pretty ridiculous. Now, I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, one Punch Man, definitely, uh, it's... it's. I forgot what studio did One Punch Man, but they always craft some good fight scenes. Uh, a fight scene, for me, is kind of interesting that you brought up, Will, you brought up uh, Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naruto is home to one of my favorite fight scenes because it goes to show you that fighting isn't just fighting. It can also tell a story. Yeah. And a prime example of that is that I remember earlier uh, in 2018, there was, I had a friend who had never seen Naruto before. I was mm-hmm. like, what, bro? You gotta watch Naruto, so I told him to watch it. He checked it out. He was like, it's a little slow, said, man, just wait, just wait, and before I knew it, he was hooked on it, right? And asked him who were some of his favorite characters. And you know, he he had his few, but he absolutely hated my favorite character. He's like, dude, I can't stand this character. What do you see in him? And then literally, a pivotal moment happened in the tuning exams, where Rock Lee had to show his genius of hard work. And in that one singular fight, that became his favorite character, Rock Lee. And that fight scene, Rockley versus Gar, the gifted genius versus hard work, was just amazing. And seeing how seeing how it ends, it actually like got me pretty emotional. I was like, damn, like mm-hmm. makes me want to go work hard on stuff. I, I'm really passionate about
2: yeah, they do fight scenes really well. Right, right.
0: And I actually feel like Rock Lee was one of the one of the strongest characters in the show. I did, I did wish that more would have been done with him as the show went on, but you know, that's neither here nor there. We're talking about fight scenes. Mm. And I feel like Rockley versus Gar is is, like, it, sh- it goes to show you that fights can get emotional, and they can tell stories, and it's good stuff, so, and, uh, and then another one I actually want to talk about is a fight scene from, uh, Tenjo Tenge, it's actually where a character named Nagi, who, even though he's the main character, he comes off as a bit of the, the antagonist, he's a bit of a douche, he's unlikable, and he ends up going against one of the more likable characters in the show, and he gets his, his shit kicked in, for, like, for a better term, and, um, the way, and it's kind of interesting because it humbles the main character and it helps him grow and becomes a better person but it also hurts him a bit as well and it goes to show you that experiences even bad experiences can help you grow mm-hmm. and so I absolutely love that one as well
1: uh, I was going to say one for me I mean if we're just talking about straight up fight scenes uh, I always loved the fight scenes from Yu Yu Hakusho oh yes just because the, it seemed like every fight they had a different way of like solving whatever they were doing so like Yusuke, the main character, is pretty much just a straight beat-em-down gangster type. I remember one fight scene that always sticks out in my head is, uh, gosh, I forget what his name is, but it's in the Dark Tournament Saga when he's fighting the Blue Mohawk guy. Oh, yeah. And I forget what his name is off the top of my head. But their fight pretty much ends in a stalemate to the point where they're like, you know what, we're just going to have, and they call it a knife-edge death battle, where they basically put form a circle with two knives and they have to put their back foot against it and they basically just have to sit there slugging each other until one of them either <laughs> gets knocked out or basically uh, basically bleeds enough from their foot being pushed into the knife that they just pass out from blood loss. And so you just sit there watching a good just five minutes of them just slugging it out with each other and just pure determination to see who wins. And I just thought that was a pretty epic scene. I mean, it's it's hard to follow up Dragon Ball because they're, you know, you got your whole fast motion fighting and planets blowing up and people looking like they're trying to take a shit because they're powering up so goddamn hard. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get more epic than that, but as far as like actual fights go, I always love Yu Hakusho, just for the brutal honesty of it.
0: Yeah, and it's kind of funny you bring up Yu Hakusho, because uh, the creator, uh, Yoshihiro Tagashi, I feel like he does fight scenes well, and not just in Yu Hakusho, but also in Hunter Hunter as well. And in Yu Hakusho, my favorite is probably uh, Kuwabara versus Elder Taguru, uh, oh, yeah. because like the, the odds were stacked against him, much like the uh, the the Lee versus Gaur fight and i don't think anyone expected that outcome uh, and and uh in hunter x hunter there's some great fights especially in arguably one of the most darkest arcs in anime in the chimera ant arc there's this uh, scene that kind of kind of it kind of go, uh, it goes into genocide territory and it's kind of epic because you kind of see what I, what i like to call the reverse super Saiyan moment in hunter x hunter where the main character does the total opposite of what you see a, t- a typical shonen protagonist would do and it leaves most people's jaws dropped by the end of it. And it's, and it's quite frankly probably my second favorite rage moment in anime. Besides when Goku slapped that living shit out of Freezer. So, you know.
1: I was going to say that Kuwabara vs. Elder Taguru always remembered the spirit fly swatter. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was probably Kuwabara's most shining dumb moment he's yeah. had in that entire show. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. So I'm glad you brought you Yu show that 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 has some g- good fights. Even this, uh, uh earlier fights, where it's just the uh, main characters coming into their own. Mm-hmm. Like uh, those those are some good fights. They're silly, but they're still
2: good. I've never seen the show, but that that knife fight thing sounded pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah no,
1: no, it was like super hardcore. Like they both ripped their shirts off, like showing off their chest. You got like this 15 year old there who's got like a 12 pack going on <laughs> against this buff old man, and, yeah, it's just like. I never thought I'd be entertained of five minutes of dudes just hitting each other back and forth with yeah. like no style but yeah. it's, and it's pretty it, awesome it's kind
0: of interesting about Yu Show too because the creator has a tendency to overdevelop even characters that really seem not important, so it makes the fight seem that more epic. Like, yeah. like, like a character could be introduced that episode, mm-hmm. and you'll be like, "Oh man, I want to see how this how this
1: wraps up." And so, his name's chu I just remember that. Okay, chu, chu. K versus Chu. Yeah, It's yeah. the first round of the Dark Tournament saga.
0: Yeah, and well, if you if you do ever get around to watching haka Show, even if you don't like the show, mm-hmm. that theme song goes hard. Like, have you seen that? That the, the memes?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I love that theme. But yeah, so, uh, leaving fight scenes, yeah, anime as a medium is home to some of my, some, arguably my favorite fight scenes in general, outside of some of the best kung fu films, but, another thing that I, one thing I really loved about this newest Dragon Ball uh, Brawly movie is, um, the new animation, Mm -hmm. now, I I forget who's in charge of, of, of handling the, the animation, but, it 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 was pretty much amazing the only gripe i would probably say i have is that there were there were moments when uh cgi was implemented into the fight scenes and they can be a little bit jarring as a matter of fact i would argue that most time when cgi is used in uh in anime it's not for the better but in here i didn't mind it so much this is one of the one of the better examples i would say uh but still that being said this is some of the be- this is probably the, the best i've ever seen dragon ball look like
2: yeah, I, I didn't notice. I I generally don't like CGI stuff and animation either. Mm-hmm. But I didn't notice a whole lot of it. It didn't it didn't really bother me in this movie.
0: Okay. Yeah, I was curious about that because I was I was talking with a friend and uh, he he is not a fan of Dragon Ball Z, but he loves Naruto, mm-hmm. and uh, he was just criticizing how how bad the CGI looked in it. And I thought it actually flew under the radar for the most part. Yeah. And so and I was just curious, did you have any uh, problems with it at all? Like
1: uh, no. So like I mean. It's kind of hard to look at the art style and feel negative about it, especially when you watch the first, what, like 50 episodes of Super, where it was clear that it was just shitty artwork the entire yes, time. Yes, I mean, there are plenty of memes made about Super Saiyan 3 Goku vs. Beerus, well, where he basically looked like a two-year-old drew him. Yeah. Like It was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, to see this new art style was actually pretty entertaining. It was pretty fun. I liked seeing the different capabilities that they were able to do with it in regards to like the super saiyan transformations right i mean the super saiyan transformations for what the past 10 years have pretty much more or less been the same thing with the exception of um the super saiyan god form that they did right where they had like the it's like the red kind of cgi-ish touch Mm -hmm. they put to it um but yeah I, i thought it was pretty unique i liked it i know there's no way they'd have the budget to do that for whatever the next show ends up being yeah but I mean, even just being able to see it a new outlook like this was pretty good.
0: Right, right. So I, I, I have one final question before we just talk about the movie. Um, would you get? Would you guys rather see a new? Dra- would you guys rather Dragon Ball Z do this for from now on, where like every other couple years, where we get like a dope movie expanding the universe, or would you guys rather a, another series? But.
2: For for me, I'm not, like, a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Like, I've, I've just never gotten into it.
0: Right, that's fair, that's fair. Most of my
2: knowledge from about Dragon Ball Z is just what I've absorbed from, like, being around people who like it or just from, like, pop culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for me, I I'd, I'd personally like more movies mm-hmm. because uh, it's just less commitment than... And having to start a new series, but I'm yeah. already watching so many different I mean man stuff.
0: well, you already watching one piece that yeah. right there is like a commitment yeah. and, and thirty others <laughs> yep. like I, I I admire you for getting into one piece and me and you both got into it late fam like yeah. <laughs> yeah. so I mean you still playing catch catching up catching up to do. yeah yeah but uh Greg uh, what are your thoughts my man
1: uh, so I mean that's a hard one to say because it's like if you're making someone choose one or the other a TV show or movies like you're still having to cut content out and I think in regards to Dragon Ball. I mean, you look back at the original Dragon Ball Z run. They had 12, 12 13 movies. I, I've i lost track at this point. They right. came out. that, And most of them weren't canon, but they were still interesting stories that we all enjoyed. Um, I mean, I'm always going to go with the one that gives me more content. Because mm-hmm. I always want to see what new and interesting... I mean... Dragon Ball is basically like wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not necessarily watching it for, like, this giant story development or anything like that. You're just watching to see what fucked up shit happens next. Yeah,
0: it's, it's like it's like classic good uh, male drama, mm-hmm. male action drama. Exactly. I, I get that, I get that.
1: So, I mean, while the movie is cool and this movie was awesome, I'm still probably going to go with the TV show where at least I get another 30 minutes of what the heck yeah. is about to happen next. Right, right. Um, but in a perfect world, I you know, I like what they're doing now where it's like, release a movie, have mm-hmm. some of the show come out for a while, release another movie, have some of the show come out for a while. Right. So
0: Okay. All right. And uh, now we're going to actually really dive in and start talking about this film here. And this movie, this Broly Dragon Ball movie, I think is a massive achievement. Like, this movie has hit, hit the mark financially. It's done so well, broken so many records. It's also done... It's also my favorite Dragon Ball Z, if I'm talking critically as well. This movie is... is like blew my mind in so many ways, but my favorite thing about this film, which is the topic I want to talk about, my favorite thing about this film, is um, for how epic this film was. I love how small it felt. Like you got Goku and Vegeta on on like the ice parts of the uh, of Earth, stopping this one type, this one not even tyrant, just this one ballistic badass. And even even though he he's not necessarily brainless or mindless, you care for him and and they made they somehow were able to make dra- uh that Dragon Ball small and i love that and because like for for example like one of my favorite uh films is uh Into the Winter Soldier and like it's mostly just this small espionage uh political thriller taking place you know and it's ultimately not that big but it feels big but it yes it, it feels smart and i love how uh, the Dragon Ball Broly film was, was able to achieve that and I hope going forward even in the series if they decide to go to a series that They can uh, be able to, to recapture that again because I think it makes people care more and like I, I've been talking to some friends who don't really give a rat's ass about Dragon Ball like at all But they love this movie, right? This movie this movie was special in some kind of way.
2: Yeah Yeah, I, I like the movie but as like a non Dragon Ball Z fan um I do I do like uh the the Broly character like yeah. they they do go into his origin story and and give you a good reason to root for him. Um But I feel like if you hadn't watched Dragon Ball at all, if you wouldn't really know like about most of the other characters like Goku or Vegeta. Uh I mean they they go back all the way back to like the very beginning and I thought that was cool. They yeah, show yeah. like the origins of everybody, uh, Goku and and Vegeta and... Like pods and stuff, right, right. They're training them to be like these really strong warriors to go out and conquer planets and stuff. And not having watched the show, I don't know if they've gone into that before. Like, yeah, but that, that was cool to see. Yeah, like, to right. See Goku's parents. And right, stuff. right. It
0: adds a level. It it makes it more immersive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's good because like I'm, I'm not, not to say Dragon Ball Z can't be immersive, but what I'm saying is there was a level of. Immersiveness that was definitely uh, uh, present here, mm-hmm. and it and it aided it it. like like I do have friends who I knew who went to go see this movie, and they still were asking questions, but they came out enjoying it. I I had so many friends who be like I don't like Dragon Ball Z, but I love this movie, and if there's some way in the next future that uh, Toriyama and company can capture that and bring it to a series, I would love that because I think Dragon Ball Z and it's gonna sound crazy. I think Dragon Ball Z can be for everyone, like. Like I, I think it can be because Dragon Ball Z started. It's the granddaddy of it all, right? The granddaddy of action shown it, and so. Yeah.
2: yeah, there was nothing like it at the time here in the in the U.S. Yeah. when it came out and just kind of blew everyone away.
0: Yeah, it's still it's still arguably the greatest action cartoon of all time. So,
1: but no, Greg. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, just a little background. I've been watching Dragon Ball Z since I was. Pfft, like nine, ten years old. Right. And then I went back and watched Dragon Ball after that got shown, right. and I watched GT, right. and I watched every movie. I even watched that shitty ass live action Dragon Ball <laughs> Evolution movie. I did too. man. Like, I did too. I've got Super Saiyan three Goku statues at my house. I mean, I if it's Dragon Ball, I love it. So when I went into seeing this movie, I just expected it to be more or less what we've been getting, you right. know, since the beginning of time as far as Dragon Ball movies go. Like. They're going to introduce a villain, he's going to be OP, Goku and Vegeta and company have to figure out what to do and beat him, and then that's like the end of the story. And that's typically how it goes for every Dragon Ball movie. I mean, it was the same way with Battle of the Gods, Beerus appears, they got to go fight Beerus before he destroys the Earth, Resurrection of F, Frieza comes back, they got to go fight Frieza before he destroys the Earth, like, it's usually the same repeat of nonsense. Um, and I still love it, but I, I'll be honest, like, it's nonsense for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I've watched a Dragon Ball movie where I feel like I can take someone who maybe doesn't necessarily like Dragon Ball, and they'll be able to watch this movie and come out of it saying, like, this was an alright movie. I don't care for Dragon Ball, but it was an alright movie, because a lot of the points you just said. They finally go into the origin story of Goku, Vegeta, and Broly, and in the original Broly story, it was basically like, okay... This, this kid's overpowered, but he's all pissed off because Goku doesn't stop crying. Like, that's that's his legit reason for just wanting to kill Goku. That's it. Yeah. He made him cry. The dumbest thing, but it was it was funny at the time. In this movie, you actually get to take a look at Broly's full origin story. Like, why he was sent off the way he did. Why he has anger issues. Why he's upset. What his relationship with his father is this time around. Um, and the reasons that Broly turned into what he is how he ends up going to fight Goku and Vegeta like he's a very sympathetic villain uh, this time around to the point where you can actually feel some sort of emotional connection with him Mm. and you kind of start to realize in the middle of this movie that there's really not a villain like everyone's just kind of fighting against their own destiny at this point
0: yeah it's it, it's it's multiple people with uh different views and how how, how they view view the world and they have opposing I- ideals and exactly like you would just... say
2: except for frieza frieza's a dick <laughs> <laughs> oh the little space nazi. i mean yeah. I, I don't i don't see any like redeeming uh <laughs> characteristics <laughs> about and him. i'm mainly talking about the three yeah. the three
1: sands that yeah, all yeah, falls yeah. around goku vegeta and broly mm-hmm. um and and they they do a good point of kind of redoing a bit of Goku's background. It's kind of hard to see them retcon a, a little bit of Bardock's story, but you still get a lot of what made Bardock Bardock. Yes. Uh, who's Goku's father. Um, we talked a little bit about the animation style, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but they found a way to make Super Saiyan transformations look interesting again. Yeah, yeah. Like, we've been subjected to the, you know, Super Saiyan for the longest time. When we first saw it, it was like this intense build up. And now over the last 10 years, it's like the flick of your fingers and bam, he's already Super Saiyan 2, Super right, Saiyan right. 3. But this time they they actually made it feel that same intensity that you had the first time watching these transformations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I thought everything was thought out really well. Like this was finally a Dragon Ball movie that... Could cater not just to the fans but to other people as well, while still having a number of throwbacks to the fans, like oh, especially yeah. the line that Goku says at the end. If you're an average moviegoer, yeah, you're not going to understand yeah. the the symbolism behind it, but for someone who's been a fan, you can understand why that yep. last line is said. Yep, yep. And I thought that was really good.
0: Yeah, and and what was interesting here is the um, you usually uh and, and there's and there's nothing wrong wrong with this, but usually Toriyama and company will incorporate the the bare minimum of, of of story that's needed to get certain characters to fight, and like like I said, there's nothing wrong with that because uh Dragon Ball Z uh, a lot of people look at Dragon Ball Z and they say oh it's it's about a, it's about a bunch of guys fighting and yelling and that's not true it's about a bunch of a bunch of people who love to fight that right there is is a totally different narrative right there right and like in this film they were able to add a little bit more in- intimacy into this film which is kind of cool and also a thing I love about this film is that I was like man like they got a little bit of Shakespearean vibe going on here and They low-key added some sand politics in here. That was dope. Like, I love that. Like, me and my brother have talked about this quite often that, like, Dragon Ball Z is dope and it's home to and Toriyama's great with coming up with creatures, mm-hmm. monsters just look at, look at uh, Dragon Quest and any of the series yeah. he's worked on I love, right? I
2: love the, the, um, the characters he makes yeah. style yeah. like uh, Chrono, Chrono Trigger That's Trigger, yeah. like one of my favorite RPGs yeah, that's probably
0: my brother's favorite yeah one of his favorite RPGs too yeah. and like uh, Toriyama is great with that I just, I just always wish that he would explore more of his world and slowly but surely he's been doing that and if he can do that but add, add that extra layer of intimacy, uh, intimacy there it, it'd be great and um
1: yeah, I, I mean, like I said, I pretty much agree with all that. I I only really had one gripe about the movie. Right. I don't think I really talked about this, but okay. they they put in some interesting audio cues mm. during some of the fights that I thought kind of took away from it. So there there's like a part where Broly and Goku are fighting, and there's like an announcer dude who's just shouting Broly, 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 Broly oh, yeah. mm-hmm. over and over again. And I thought that kind of took away from from the fight. Like, I was kind of taken out of it a little bit. And I didn't understand why that was put in there. Like, I don't need a ring announcer telling me what's happening or or who I should be rooting for right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, that is just a personal gripe of mine. I could have dealt without that.
2: Yeah, they could have made a better choice maybe. (laughs) Um,
1: Especially with Dragon Ball Z, I've always been a big fan of the audio. And I felt like that's always contributed a lot to Mm -hmm. uh, my feelings about it. And so kind of hearing that was kind of like, uh, what is this right now?
0: Right, right. So I actually, I actually have a question. So Dragon Ball Z, even though it's it's known for its fight scenes, Toriyama is also kind of a funny guy, especially if you watch the old, old school Dragon Ball. Uh, he's, he's known for his comedy. Dragon Ball Z has always been present with comedy. I gotta ask you guys, were there any parts in this movie that stood out to you comedically?
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> the part where uh, Broly is coming at Goku and he's just like rolling away. <laughs> that was pretty good
1: Um, so I I have two moments that come to mind for me one was toddler Vegeta (laughs) acting like king douchebag on that planet where he's just like nah I don't care about what's going on I forgot exactly what he said but I was dying and then I think the funniest moment in that entire movie and uh, I'll I'll just kind of add a little bit of a spoiler alert here if you haven't seen the movie maybe just skip ahead of this next part Um, but anyways the part in the movie where uh, Frieza decides he wants Broly to be, turn into a Super Saiyan, yep. <laughs> and realizes the only way that's going to happen is to kill Paragus. And so he kills Paragus. This and is what I say. The, and Frieza's then a dick. And then gives an Oscar-worthy performance <laughs> to tell Broly that uh, his dad just accidentally got shot and died. And it, it was supposed to be this serious scene of like, oh my god, Broly's going to turn into a Super Saiyan. But I just couldn't help but die laughing from Frieza's amazing acting performance. Like, he had nothing to do with that at all. Yeah, Yeah.
0: Frieza went Denzel on that different, But, okay, so, I I feel like you guys are all missing arguably the most comedic moment in in the movie. And that's the fact that we get a glimpse at Nappa with hair. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: (laughs) For for anyone who isn't in the know, Nappa is a Saiyan who came to Earth. Who tried to uh, stop the Z-Warriors, right? Which are Goku and his friends. Nappa has always been bald. We, we get a glimpse of him with hair in his movie, and it is hilarious. I don't care what you say. And um,
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the other funny part, too, is uh, Vegeta, uh, when they're talking about doing the fusion, and he's basically saying oh, yeah. that he would rather die than do any fusing. <laughs> he's just going to go back and have Broly kill him. <laughs> also, the other best moment, it, it was funny, but also felt very satisfying, is when uh, Goku and Vegeta decide that, you know what, they can't win. And so they end up luring Broly over to Frieza and basically say, have fun, Frieza, and then use instant transmission to get out there while Frieza gets his ass pummeled for at least the next 30 seconds. It was basically a nice throwback to when Frieza got the shit beat out of him by Jiren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was very satisfying. It's always fun to watch Frieza just get leveled.
0: Right, right. All right, Greg. So I got to ask you, because you know this has been going around the internet for a while before we wrap this uh, podcast. I want to ask you, who would win in a fight? Me or Jiren? No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Frieza. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Broly. New Broly from the Broly film or Jiren?
1: Uh, okay, so there, there, we talked about this a little bit. I don't think we really followed up. But there's certain contexts you have to take with this. So there, there's another anime that's out right now, Dragon Ball related, called Dragon Ball Heroes, which isn't canon. Uh, it pretty much involves every universe, like even Super Saiyan 4 Goku. Uh, appears, as well as, um, you know, our Super Goku that we currently have. And in that in that show, it pretty much, they face this villain named Cumber, it's dumb, I won't worry about that too much, but uh, all the fusion forms pretty much can't do anything to this guy, the Super Saiyan 4 Vegito can't do anything to this guy, um, even Super Saiyan Blue Kaoken Vegito can't do anything to this guy. But then ultra instant goku appears and he just waxes the floor with him like it's nothing whereas in the super show you know ultra instant goku does beat jiren but it's at least you know it's closer than at in the other fight uh one thing that stands out in this movie too is broly does seem to hit a limit when he's fighting super saiyan blue gogeta um Whereas Jiren, it was basically like, I have no limit. The only way you're going to beat me is with some unbeatable power, like Ultra Instinct. Right. So I'm inclined to say Jiren. But uh, it, it's clear that if you gave Broly some training...
0: Right. That, that was going to be my point. Because it, it, it has been stated that uh, Saiyans get stronger
1: after every battle. Mm-hmm. and Well, not just that, but you have to look back and look at this as this is Broly's first fight. fight. Exactly. People yeah. forget that. This is Broly's first He's fight. He's living yeah. on a planet of creatures and just mm-hmm. kills them and fights Paragus, who, like, is insignificant compared to... I mean, probably Nappa would have beaten this dude. Yeah. And we all know how weak Nappa is at this point, so... I, I'm, Broly clearly has the potential to be the strongest. I mean, stronger than even our, our heroes that we're used to but I think right now, I think Jiren would probably win.
0: Right, and, and I'm inclined to agree with you, my man. I'm inclined to agree. And for guy, for anyone who doesn't know who Jiren is Jiren was the big, big bad. I wouldn't say big bad but he was definitely a character that seemed nearly unbeatable at the end of a series called Dragon Ball Super.
1: I will say this though, if they had Broly during the Tournament of Power and took out like Krillin's bitch ass or something like that show wouldn't even have been that tournament wouldn't even been as close like (laughs) like Broly would have taken out Tapo, he would have taken out the rest of Universe 11 like it would have been Jiren versus all of Universe 7 and it wouldn't even have been close
0: right right (laughs) now I'm with you guys and uh yeah guys uh so I got my friends here and like each one of them brings a kind of a different perspective on uh Dragon Ball as a whole like you got my buddy Will here who's really not too Dragon Ball Seven you got my buddy Greg here who's been a fan since nearly day one since, since it first premiered mm-hmm. here. And I, I myself am also, also a big fan. I played mostly every Dragon Ball Z game. Um, big fan. And uh, as far as like going forward with the Dragon Ball Z property, uh, game-wise, me and you, Greg, would this, is there anything you would like to see done with the series?
1: Uh, it's video, probably, video game-wise?
0: Yeah, because I know me and you are a big gamer. This is probably going to be my final question.
1: So it's tough because in this last year, um, we got Dragon Ball Fighters. Right. Which was a really good fighting game. I I enjoyed playing it for quite a while, and I'm not I'm by no means good at it or anything like that. But uh, it was really fun. I I was definitely someone who grew up with Budokai 3 and playing that nonstop. In fact, that's kind of one of the reasons me and you ended up bonding was yep, yep. beating that ass in Budokai 3. <coughs> when he uh, says
0: beating that ass, y'all, I was waxing Greg. Pow pow bang bang. Uh, y'all ever seen Friday? I was like Debo stealing his food's bicycles. Greg, dude, I'm just kidding.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that's that's the story he likes to give. Um, we we won't get into all of that. Uh, I was viral gonna, heart disease. Yeah, viral heart disease. Yeah, you had to use that shit a lot, didn't you? Um, we did have Xenoverse 2 that came out a recent while ago, which is kind of... It's fun because you get that more open world experience, I think. Um as far as, like, what the future holds with gaming, it, it's hard to say with Dragon Ball. There's a new RPG that's supposedly coming out here in the future. Yes, I
0: was going to bring it up. Um, um, yeah.
1: We have no idea what it's going to look like, how it's going to be. They just said it's just going to be a new Dragon Ball RPG. And I think that could be really fun. Right. It would be nice to have something, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, a little bit more customizable than what we had with Xenoverse. Yeah. Because Xenoverse is just basically a lot of flying around, just shoot energy beams and yeah. go up. like.
0: Basically, if you're a fan of Tenkaichi, you'll absolutely love uh, Xenoverse. And there are people who think the Tenkaichi series has the best games. And that's fine. They can have their opinion. But they're wrong. Uh, Budokai. (laughs) Budokai was... Was probably the best, but now Dragon Ball Z Fighters is, easy, is easily the best. Yeah,
1: I mean, it doesn't even come close. In fact, they're actually having their uh, World Finals, I believe, this this weekend. Right. They Ooh. have the last chance qualifier tomorrow and then the World right. Finals. So, if you're a fan of fighting games, I would go on to Twitch and yeah. check that out.
0: Yeah, even if you're not a fan, watching those games at the highest level are pretty entertaining. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But, yeah, I, it's hard to say. At this point, they've done a lot. You've had all the Game Boy games. You've had the 2D fighters, the 3D fighters, the flying around. You even had the MMO that, unfortunately, we never got here in the U.S., but maybe at some point we'll get something more akin to that. Um, but I'm just excited to see whatever they decide to do next. Okay. Aside from that silly card game that's coming out.
0: <laughs> Yo, you ain't trying to get your Yu-Gi-Oh! No, no I'm good. <laughs> all right. But, yeah, guys, uh, well, once again, uh, this is Des from featuring Dez, and these are my co-hosts. And, uh, guys, say bye. Right. See, ya. see ya yep and this is Dez signing out peace here it comes a little going away present for you <laughs> ah. see me walking up like I don't even know you Vegeta looking weak and so does your